Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good at StraightOutTheDen.com. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by the good folks over at Audible.com, man. Um, get you an audio book. I know you guys are trying to hear me saying it, but it's like, hey, man, you, you might as well get an audio book. Like I've said before, I'm not that big on reading. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, uh, but I do like the fact that I can listen to an audio book and catch everything at the same time. So that that's why you should check it out, man. Um, like I said, today's uh, podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. You can get a free audio book download and a 30-day free trial. Just go to uh, www.audibletrial.com slash straight out the den. That's S-T-R, the number 8, O-U-T-D-A-D-N. Uh, over 150,000 titles, man. So pick one. Put it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, MP3 player. Boom, go. You know, do that. But today, man, in, in the den today, man, we got the homie Clay James. How you doing, bro? What's happening, my, my dog, my cool. partner? Cool and cool. And so, you know, me and this guy actually have some, some history that he probably didn't even know about, uh, which is crazy. Um, we, we know some of the same people. And um, indirectly, he had been telling me about you for years. And I just, you know, maybe what? couple of months ago put two and two together you know yeah yeah so um and, and the guy we talking about is uh tyrone man i call him white boy because we went to high school together yeah and, um and, and you know he's from the mac town man and, and we've been we've been rolling for for a minute man but um you know that's how i he introduced me to you a long time ago it was like man you know my partner clay um and it was the the god bliss america um yeah. the clothing line um and, and all that and that's how i was really introduced but you know I, I really started paying attention to the music you know like i said a couple of months ago so you know first off man um for the people who may not know who you are you know I always like to start the podcast off like this, like, you know, give them a brief introduction to who Clay James is. Um, Clay James is a Southern player, rapper. Um, you know, I'm from Savannah, Georgia, you know what I'm saying? But I reside in ATL. I'm a member of Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. I'm a father of one child. My son Shannon is one years old. You know what I'm saying? I love polo. I love women. I love Hennessy and I love weed. That's pretty much it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Keep it simple. Cooling, man. So, you know, like I said, I, I met the music. Um, you, you did a show over at PAC. And I'm, I'm trying to think who actually reintroduced us. Uh, was it was it Miles? Miles. Yeah, Milestone. 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 Uh, and, and shout out to the homie Milestone. He's been on the podcast uh, uh, before. And, you know, he told me about you and, you know, and the music and, and everything and um, the collective. I, I met y'all as collective, you and Messiah, um, the rapper, um, collectively known as Southern Players. Exactly. And um, so, you know, kind of get into that, man. Like, first of all, how did you guys connect to, to create with the Southern Players now? Um, me and Messiah have been rocking for about four years now. Okay. Or whatever. Um, we were in a situation together called 1440 Music. Um, we had some of the same management and we was rocking with all the, we just had a movement called 1440. You know, 1440 is the number of minutes in 24 hours. Okay. So we used to tell people that our grind was 1,440 minutes a day. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Instead of saying 24-7, because 24-7 sleep played out. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, we was in that situation, short, uh, long story short. I didn't like that situation. I felt like we was being stagnant. I felt like our management didn't really know what direction to take us in. So I took over as management. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I really started managing myself and Messiah. And, you know, 
we basically uh we went to Savannah. We started recording some music on vacation because I'm from Savannah, and we made the song Southern Player shit. We came back up here. We started performing it. People started calling us Southern Players. The <laughs> blog started catching on to yeah, it because yeah. I mean shit, we some player niggas. You feel me? Like like he was the player. At CAU, you know what I'm saying? And it's their homecoming this weekend, so we plan on having a ball. I was the player nigga at GSU, you feel me? That's how we always knew about each other, even when we weren't rocking with each other. Gotcha, gotcha. You see what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, we came back up here with the song. People started calling us Southern Players, and hence, I was like, yo, this cool. We need to just rock with this. Because a lot of things that end up being successful are things that happen organically. Yeah, It's nothing that you made happen. Like, exactly. if we would have came together and said, yo, we need to be Southern Players in we need to be compared to Outkast and UGK and all that. It yeah, wouldn't yeah. happen. You feel me? But people start calling us Southern players. People start comparing us to Outkast, UGK, 8-Bar, MJG, all your, uh, you know, your legendary Southern groups. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we, we, we came, that's what we grew up listening to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's what we kicking. You feel yeah, me? We no, got our no. own identity, but being that we are Southern and we kicking the pimp and how we kicking it, it remind people of a lot of things. So that's Southern players. Gotcha, gotcha. I know, man. I mean, you can see it, man. It's like, it, it, it is organic. And on, on the surface, y'all are... And I, I, I feel you. I don't want to make the comparison, so I'm just going to keep it at Southern players. But on the surface, if you look at you guys, y'all look... y'all. Look, completely different. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's two different styles of music, all that, but it works. You know what I mean? It, it works. And, and the music sounds good at, at that. And, you know, I'm, I'm just a bit advocate. As long as the music is great, I'm, I'm cool with it. I said, go with it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And and it's definitely there. Um, so, man, why are you here, man? Get, let's, let's get right into it. I know you hit me up uh, a couple of days ago and. I know uh, originally, I know a while back we were going to try to get you and Messiah in here, but you know, you're here specifically. You wanted to come in. And we're going to come back because we drop, we, uh, we working on Southern Players uh, EP okay. with Stroud from Hustle Game. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. We're going to get a good Hustle Game push on that EP, and that's going to drop the top of the year. So we'll come back together yeah. and yeah. do that. You know Definitely got to have both of y'all in here. And, and speaking of that, man, I saw y'all perform at the. Um, during A3C a couple, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still, I don't think I dropped that footage yet, man. I got to show you that footage. The footage is dope. Like, like what, behind what, the, what stage was um, it? Saha? Yeah, it was the Saha stage. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the third world show. Crazy. Okay. Like, the performance was crazy, dude. Like, so, um, we got that. That that show was, you know, I saw that. And, and just the energy that you guys bring on stage, man. It's like, to me, it feels like y'all know the importance of a show. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. know that above all, like, the music got to be great, yeah. But if your show is whack, people never get to the music. You know what I'm saying? So the no. fact that y'all are able to make great music and have a good show, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can see it. I can feel it. You know, it's so organic. But you know, the, the thing about the show, though, the, the why we uh, stress the importance of shows is because in Atlanta... Anybody could be a rapper. Like, you got a microphone right here, right now. Yeah. You got the means of making music. You could be a rapper yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. All you got to do is upload a song on SoundCloud, sign up for an open mic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's real simple. You feel me? But everybody can't do a show. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's what's going to determine who really in this for real and who really just doing this just to play around with it. You so, know, that's a yeah. good point, man. Because, like you said, I mean, everybody is a rapper now. 
You know what I mean? Everybody, everybody is so called want to rap. Everybody rapping about, and then most people are rapping about the same stuff. Let's keep it real. We're in Atlanta, and we're seeing some of the same things all over and over. You know, again. So, it, it, I, you know, I don't like it, but mm-hmm. I, I've learned to appreciate that they could be doing something else. So I just leave it for what it is. If I don't like it, I just don't support it. You know what I mean? Exactly. But you know, back back to to the subject at, at hand, man. Like you're here. What's going on with you specifically, man? Like you know, what's what's new in your world? Oh, I'm um I'm about to drop an EP on that Piff. It's a Dat Piff exclusive. You know what I'm saying? I got a good relationship with that Piff, so all my stuff gonna hit that Piff first. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's Southern Players or Clay James. Um it's my EP is about to drop on November fourth. Um it is called Cool Water. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like it got a cool vibe. You know what I'm saying? Me and Messiah, we said if we gonna be Southern players, we gotta have pimp aliases. Gotcha. You feel me? So mine is a pimp named Cool Water, and his is a pimp named Sweet Tooth. You know what gotcha. I'm saying? <laughs> so he gonna drop the Sweet Tooth EP and probably about a month or two. You okay. know what I'm saying? And I'm dropping this Cool Water, and that's what I'm about to start pushing for a minute. You know, good music. Gotcha, gotcha. So explain, explain Cool Water, man. Like, who is Cool Water? Like, Cool Water just. A player ass South nigga, you yeah. feel me? Like that's gonna tell it how it is. Like I'm really telling it how it is on this tape. From when it comes to about uh, the characteristics and the actions of women, you know what I'm saying? Good and bad. Yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. me? I'm talking about. I'm letting young niggas know they need to strap up. You know what I'm saying? Cause age real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Having babies and having your ass on child support is real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you're right, no, you're I'm right. talking about hustling. You know what I'm saying? Getting it out the mud. Everything niggas doing in the South. Like I'm really kicking that shit how that shit supposed to be kicked, you feel me? Yeah. So. I got you. So uh the E P man, what is looking like uh is it gonna be what, like five to eight tracks or There you go. Yeah. So you really doing E P and I asked that, man, because you know, Somewhere along the lines of, and I think it has something to do with, you know, the mixtape and and the art. And and so at some point, people forgot what an EP really was. Because i seen some, you know, some EP was like 18 tracks. And I'm like, man, that's, that's an EP. album. You know, that's an album. That's if a it's, mixtape. You know, if it's original production, then call it an album. If it's if it got some other stuff on it, mixtape, you know, a DJ hosting it, mixtape, you know, I... I the lines are blurred, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it is what it is. But I, uh, it's refreshing to hear you say it's five, you know, five to eight tracks. Cool. We're going to have an EP. It's five on the head, All right. actually. All right, cool, cool. So, you know, Cool Water is the alias, you know what I mean? And, and you spin game on this and you're really telling that story of, of from his perspective of, of you know, your alias, Cool Water, man. Um, I like I like where you're going with this. And, and, you know, I said this before we started recording. Um, I was listening to the Southern Player Project, and, and that, that theme really rides through the whole project, you know, with the skits going back into the black sportation films and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, hearing the different stuff. It, it, you know, it, it puts you right in the zone of, of like, a film. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cinematic. And, and yeah. I love when artists take those different you know different aspects and, and create like a new movie and because the younger generation some of them they don't know about that you know what i'm saying so it's like with Most you, don't. they don't know so for them they thinking that that might be something that you made up they don't even know where some of that stuff came from you know what i'm saying so yeah. to put that into the music and, and present it as something brand new and refreshing you know it's keeping it's keeping the culture alive is that's really what you should be doing and, and, and i can hear it in the music man and hear it in you um just a few things specifically about this podcast, man, just to let you know, like, what we do here is we try to 
have an intimate conversation so your audience can get to know you on a more personal level. Mm-hmm. That's what we're all about. Because at the end of the day, we want people to know who you are. The music is great. You know what I mean? Like, you know, but like you say, everybody in Atlanta is a rapper. So it's things that got to, you know, put you apart. Of course, the show got to be great. But, you know, the who, the dynamic of, of Clay James, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, you're from Savannah. Yeah. You made your way up here, Georgia State. Shout out to Georgia State, man. That's that's my alum. I graduated in 06. What, okay. 2006? Yeah, 2006. <laughs> um, so, you know, you're a guy that comes from, and Savannah's not like a small city, but compared to Atlanta, everybody think, you know, if you're not in Atlanta, everything else is small. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the perception. So coming from a place like Savannah, man, and, and making your way up here in Atlanta, like, what was the challenges that you faced, like, immediately coming here? You know what I mean? That, and not just, like, on a rapping level, but just on a personal level. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it all the way 100 with you. I came up here my senior year of high school, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, I just had a bunch of stuff going on, and my mama thought, for the type of person I was, I needed to just be in a big city. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I really... Savannah was too little for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was doing so much shit that niggas just was hating on. You yeah. feel me? Just because they didn't understand. They didn't understand worldly thinkers at yeah, the yeah. time. I feel like I'm a worldly thinker. I'm not like no Savannah nigga you ever going to meet. Like, we totally different. Like, me and my homeboys from back home are totally different people. Yeah. And I really... It wasn't hard for me when I moved up here. I fit right in. If to keep it a hundred, I was countryer than them. Yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. me? But far as like, far as like fashion, I'm I'm fashion forward. You know what I'm saying? Far as like my way of thinking, my way of thinking is progressive. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So all I really had to do was learn the streets. Yeah, and I was good. Yeah. It wasn't really no no hard thing for me. For real, for real. I had to, you know. Figure out how to come at shorties because the shorties up here was way yeah, was better than it was yeah. at home. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But different. other than that, I was good. Like, yeah. nothing. I ain't had no problems. That's cool, cool, man. You know, I just, I like to hear that stuff because, you know, I, I, I grew up in Macon, man. And, and my story is kind of similar to you. Like, I knew I wanted to go to college and I knew that, like, I was born here. So, and my parents always made sure we came back and forth to Atlanta. So, I always saw the big city. I was born here too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Grady baby, man. That was, you know, right down the street, not too far. Um, but it's like I, I saw that growing up. Like I wanted to I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be in music and I just knew that I couldn't do that in making. Like it just yep. was not gonna happen. You know yep. what I'm saying? It was like, you know, even though people down there still they grinding and making is definitely moving on the music scene. But it was just like for me where I, where I wanted to go, I knew I couldn't do it there. I had to get away, and so I used college to get up here. I was like, you know, scholarship. Let me get up here and go to school. You know what I mean? And, and get away, so I, I can you know relate to what you're talking about as far as. It wasn't for you, you know what I'm saying? Like the city was too small for you. Um, but you know when you got here, and, and you know when music, like, was were you doing music in high school? Was, nah. Okay, so the music started up here. What what kind of pushed you toward the music? Um, basically, I was um, I was at the frat house one day, and uh, I told the bros that I didn't want to go to school no more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm seeing too many people getting money. Without having to go through all this, you feel me? And then the people that do finish, you make like what max forty five thousand a year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Something slight. There really ain't no money. I got a piece of taste. You feel me? Yeah. So I was telling my partners, I was like, bro, I'm about to quit. I'm about to go to the Air Force. 
I'm gonna take my signing bonus and I'm invested in a business. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking about doing real estate. You know what I'm saying? And then being in the Air Force. And one of my partners, my older frat brothers, Amari Curtis, he was like, "Let me find something else for you to do. We because you got too much like talent. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? He was like, "You have a gift of gab." All the girls at school, they rocking with your campaign. You know a lot of people in the city. Let's see if we can figure something else out. About two weeks later, he came to me and was like, yo, hop in the car. Went to the studio. That's when I did my first rap. Mm. And he was like, you like you like this? You know what I'm saying? And I had, that's where I met Masai at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because Masai was already working with him. And then I was like, yeah, this cool. You know what I mean? At first, they wanted to have me have a writer, like on some like, you be the face we get your rhymes right type stuff. And yeah. I, my heart didn't feel right about didn't feel that. Right. Gotcha. So I was like, yo, let me figure out how to do this. I'm going to come back in here and I'm going to start doing this for real. So I started. I started working on my first mixtape, which was uh, College Dropout Volume 1 with mm -hmm. DJ Iceberg. That was around the time DJ Iceberg, he had been uh, DJing for about a year or whatever. And um, yeah, we, we kicked it off right there on Georgia State campus. Probably like, 2010 yeah so i mean you, I you you fairly new in the game four years man and you've already created you know it you created a buzz in a city that where it's, it's so crowded you know in the music so and, and i don't want to ask that cliche question of how you created that buzz you know what i'm saying i know it, it's hard work it's groundwork and, and it's a lot of being who you are you know what i'm saying like that has a lot to do with it um but what specifically um did you notice like that that point of you know, you started in 2010 and you were new. It wasn't something that you grew up saying that you wanted to do. To do. Like, at what point for you or what, what was that moment when you was like, oh, yeah, I really can do this. This is not like just a dream that somebody else pushed on me. Like, I really can do this. Uh, my first show. My first show was at Georgia State at the Leak Festival. And Killer Mike was hosting it. <laughs> okay. And, uh. He put me to the side after the show. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, you dope. Like, I want to work with you. Woop -woop. Like, he was rocking with me that whole mm -hmm. year. He had no idea that was my first show. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking about, at one point in time, we thought Killer Mike was about to sign me. You feel me? Yeah. Like, we, we was rocking that year. And um, that's when I knew. I was like, man, this is my first show. I got Killer Mike. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, that ain't, that ain't like. <laughs> that's that not normal. You yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah, exactly. And. You know, I, I already knew I was a star. I like attention. I like women. Like, I have no problem being on the forefront of a movement. I'm not shaky around people. I feel like if you keep it real with somebody and you giving off that vibe that you a real nigga, you can go anywhere in the country and do anything you want to do. You know what I'm saying? So, it was kind of like all on me whether I was going to take this serious and just progress with it. You feel me? Like... Even though I wasn't into music, I've seen and had homeboys like everybody else who rapped. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that none of them made it because they didn't work hard enough. That was the Man. only reason. It wasn't because they didn't have no talent. Dude. It's because these niggas didn't want it bad enough. Bro, I, I want to I pause right there just to, to say this because you said it. And, and <laughs> this is something that I've been saying for years, man. It's like, look, hard work. Like, hard, what is hard work always overshadowed beach talent. Always, yeah. no matter what, I don't care. You can be the most talented person in the room, but if you don't work hard, the dude who just learned how to do it, that's gonna stay here all day and all night, he's gonna pass you because he's willing to put the work in. And you know, talent, talent, and social media 
as you know, definitely made. I, I said I said this before. Social media has made the talentless popular and the talented lazy. You know what I'm saying? Because people think like, oh, man, I'm already dope. I don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. I saw you put something on Twitter a couple of, it might have been yesterday or something like that, with like, you know, people buying followers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw that and it was like, yeah, I got to bring this up when I talk to them. Yeah. You know, that that's a part of the game that's here now because people want their social media to be, they want their presence to be like out of this world. But it's like, it, it's not translating to to shows you know what i'm saying like you go to your show and you got thirty thousand followers but you can't get 10 people to show up for your show like mm-hmm. some that don't add up you know what i'm saying it definitely and, don't add and, up and see what we what we we're late because labels probably been doing this they probably been adding juice to people's social media yeah. you feel me it's just something that we in the industry city Atlanta, so now we we're starting to catch on, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because more and more people are trying to push independent, so they're taking on methods of major labels. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. So they probably been doing stuff like this, and we just finding out. But when they do it, it's kind of like I'm not again. You know, get it how you live. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? You do what's best for you. I ain't against none of that. You know what I'm saying? But this the thing: if you're gonna buy. These followers, likes, YouTube views, all this. You need to understand that you didn't cover no ground when you did that. You need to, if, okay, if I go buy 10,000 views on YouTube, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to be pushing my music even more hard in the streets Mm -hmm. and online. Because I don't want to be the dude that got 100,000 views on YouTube. And I go to a show and don't nobody know me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It don't That's how it, it, you expose yourself like that. Yeah, you like like how you said thirty thousand followers and ten people show up. Less than ten people, show, than up 10 to people show up at the show. You expose yourself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's it. Like juice yourself. Juice. If you're gonna be juicing, you need to be working three times harder than what you juicing. So if you bought thirty thousand followers, you need to be figuring out how you about to reach. 60 to 100,000 motherfuckers in real life. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So that your shit to balance out. It got to balance out. Like like something happened to, to uh this week. Like uh TI dropped the album. Mm-hmm. Um TI I think he sold like he was number 2 this week bu- Billboard. I think he 75, sold like 75,000. Like, like, like 75 76,000. Yep. Um Logic He's a rapper out of a lot of people don't know Logic. Yeah, Orlando. Yeah, no, I think he's from Orlando. No, he, he's from uh, Maryland. He's from Maryland. White so, dude, right? White. Well, he's actually mixed, but he, he looks, looks white. white. He looks white. Yeah. So yeah. he dope though. Yeah, he is dope. I listened to the project, and the project is dope, man. But the, the thing was, was like he sold seventy four. So you got Ti, who's a mega star. He's famous. Ti can sell out, you know, different arenas and and and, and all of that. Like Ti puts on a great show. He's he's great at what he does. But it didn't translate to sales. And you got mm-hmm. this guy who, the average person, if I ask them, they don't know who Logic is. Nope. But he sold 2,000 albums less than T.I., who's an established artist. And this is this guy's debut album. And so the difference is, this guy really has true fans who, yeah. like, on the surface, like, he has fans who they will drive. Oh, you got a show in North Carolina? Oh, I'm in Georgia. I got to take this four-hour drive to get here. Because you're not coming to Georgia, you know what I'm saying. So it's like you when you have those type of fans and you and you lay that solid foundation, 
that doesn't include buying followers, you know what I'm saying, on social media, it makes a difference, you know what I'm saying? And the proof shows. It's like this guy barely had any promos. Like, I think the biggest thing he was on was the Breakfast Club and Real Late on Hot 97. But, you know, he, he was in the, uh, he was in the, uh, the BET Cypher, the BET, too. That's right. He was on the BET Cypher. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, but it, it's those things, and it's like... But did the BET cipher make people go out and be like, yo, let me go and buy the album? Probably not. Like those 72,000. It, it made 000, people look for him, though, just to it, see who it he definitely, was. It definitely he, he did. It. He definitely did. But I, I'm willing to guess more than 90% of, of his album sales came from people that's been riding with him for a couple of years. You know what I'm saying? Just to see exactly. that. It, you know, it, it shocked me when I saw it because I didn't, I knew he had a following, but I didn't think it was going to be like that. Like you pretty much almost beat T.I. for the number two album in the country, you know what I'm saying? So just to see that, it was great for just, um, you know, just to see where artists can be if they lay that solid foundation. And, you know, speaking of that, like, I know you're here for the project, and, and I definitely want to make sure that we get to, you know, uh, the reason why you're here. The uh, the, the EP Cool Ward is dropping, um, you said November 4th, is that? Mm -hmm. That's Tuesday, right? Yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday, on, on voting day. So make sure y'all go and vote. And then... Um, once you've actually download the EP, get some pimping in your life, and then drive and go vote. Do it like that. Just do both of them at the same time. I've been I've been trying to push this whole voting campaign, man. I don't know why I still haven't voted yet. I ain't gonna lie to you, <laughs> but you know I'm still. I want people to get out there and do it. You know what I mean? Got um, but you know th this project. What else can you tell us about the project specifically, man? Like who you work with on the project, producers, anything like that? Uh, it's executive produced by Savage Beats mm -hmm. out of VA. Okay. Uh, four out of the five tracks on there are his tracks. The fifth track is um by my homie Sparks. Okay. Uh, Sparks works with ear drummers, and he also has um he has a consulting company called Brilliance. And I really uh not only is he one of my favorite producers right now, I also go through him for like management advice. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like just music industry advice and just advice in general because we done built a friendship. And now he on my team. You gotcha, know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So it's like, he like somebody I confide in. You know, like, when we at shows, you see Sparks, cool dude. You know what I'm saying? Chilling. He always makes sure everything's straight. You know what I'm saying? When we perform at Pag Lounge, mm -hmm. he'll be out there. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. He got the only other track on there. Um, the only feature on there is Messiah. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And you kept, no you kept it home team, man. But just kept it, kept yeah. it tight, tight knit. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, I, you know... What I want, what I really want to get into is, how did you specifically build your audience? Like, what did you do? Because we have we have a lot of underground MCs that listen to this podcast, and they, you know, that's the question that I get asked the most. Like, man, how how do I build a fan base? How do I get people come out to my shows, or how do I get people to, you know, buy merch and all of that? Like, so, you know, I try to ask different artists that I talk to, like, you know, what is it that you did specifically? You know, to kind of provide some guidance to those who may be, you know, listening, trying to figure that out. Um, basically, I did every single open mic you could do in the city. Mm. But see, I wasn't going to an open mic to get discovered. I was going to an open mic to, one, better my show and for so many people to see me once I did get good. And it just caused people to start talking around the city you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like oh i saw this guy clay james last night you know what i'm saying he was dope you know that matters man when you mm -hmm. get 10 people a night to go back to wherever they was at 
And, and most shows are going to have more than 10 people, but yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. just 10 on a low ball end. Yeah. You get 10 people a night to really be like talking about you and telling somebody else about you. Mm-hmm. It's going and, and if you do that on every side of town, it's going to make your name travel. You know what I'm saying? And in the process of doing all these shows, you are getting your show better. Mm-hmm. But when you get that buzz and you start doing your A3Cs, your South by Southwest's, your Street is X concerts, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? All the when they start calling you to open for your major artists, Ti, Two Chains, all these cats, you know what I'm saying? You'll be ready, yeah. you know what I mean? Because you done did all these practice shows basically, but you done also been building your fan base. Because at all these shows, I was passing out CDs. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Not and then I was hitting the YouTube super hard. I had uh, I was doing like a weekly show. I was putting my music videos up shows, anything. Like, I just wanted people to really know me. Yeah. So, I was uploading on YouTube. I was dropping songs every week. I didn't drop... Lately. This EP gonna be my 13th mixtape. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I was making myself available to people for people to be able to get the music and, you know, really just make their own judgment on it. And yeah. it, 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 the thing about it is when you gather up so many opinions, you know, every opinion may not be good, but, but it's, it's, it's like talking. all about putting yourself in a position to gather them opinions. You feel me? Exactly. So that's what I did. Dropped hella music, hella videos, did hella shows. Yeah, I mean, it, it, stay in the streets. That's, I mean, really, that's what it is. Just, you got to stay out there, man. You got to stay out there with the people and talk with the people and, and just communicate, man, because there's so many artists. That I, that I talk to personally, and you ask them a simple question is like, you know, when was your last show? Oh man, I ain't performed in like a month and a half, two months. I'm like, you messing no up. You messing up. Unless you physically can't perform, something's wrong, or you, you know, you need to. I don't care if it's just like three minutes. If that's all you got, you go and rock that stage for three minutes because you don't know who out there. It might be one person out there that put on the show that say like, yo, I like what you did. Let's come and do this show next week, and you know it just keep, it snowballs, man. But you know you got to be you got to get out there, just like you say. You got to get out there and work. You got to get out there and perform and, and perfect what you're doing. Um, once again, this this, uh, this podcast, um, I, I got to go into to our sponsor. It's brought to us by or brought to you um, by Audible, man. You know it's a, it's offering. We're just going to give you a free audio book download with a 30 day free trial. Um, you know, it's just an opportunity just to check out what they do at Audible. Um, so here's what you do. Go to audibletrial.com slash straight out the den. That's S-T-R, the number eight, O-U-T-D-A-D-E-N. Go there. And what's going to happen once you go there is going to give you, a, you know, a link. Just sign up. Once you sign up, you'll get your free audio book download and you'll get a 30 day free trial. You can go back and, you know, download some different things and, and, you know, and check this out. It's no, you're not obligated to spend anything. If after the 30 days you feel like it's not for you, just cancel your membership. Like I say, you don't have, you don't have to pay for anything. It's, it's just, it's free to try. And you can, um, there's over 150,000 titles. So you can definitely find just about any book. Um, that you can think of, and they're constantly adding. So you know, uh, you know, go and check it out. Once again, that that uh, site for you to check out is www.audibletrial.com/straightoutthedin. S T R eight O U T D A D E N. Go there and check it out, man. We we appreciate it. If you do that, you're really helping out this podcast, and you're helping out Audible um, as well, man. So do that as soon as you can. Um, but, but back to the homie Clay James, man. So. What we got for you? We got we got a new project, new EP dropping. Mm-hmm. Um, you just came off a couple of dope performances. How many times did you perform at uh, A3C? 
We was on six stages. Six stages. So that's that's just work. That's real real work. You know what I'm saying? To be out there and perform on. on. They wasn't on none last year. How many? How many did y'all do last year? Nothing. Oh, you said you was oh so nothing. So you went not, from not not far as Southern players, Clay James or Messiah the rapper getting booked for a show. No, yeah. somebody called me because I, I I was on their single at the time. My partner Jay Blev. Gotcha. I was on his single and he had to go open for Talib Kweli at an A3C show, and I ended up coming to do my verse on his song. <laughs> on his song, yeah. But, but far as like me personally, I ain't had no shows last yeah. year. Had six this year. That's I mean that's 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 that. Progression, like you can see it. You know what I'm saying? Like from zero to six, that's that's big, man. And people don't understand. Like for anybody that hasn't been to A3C, man, it's 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 a great festival. No, number one, it's spread out over the city, so you get the chance to rock different venues and see different venues and see how people interact. And it's so it's so huge but intimate at the same time because you can, if you had a smaller venue, you can really talk to these artists. Some of your favorite artists, man, like Saha did a show. And you can talk to him. It's not like doing a show at at Phillips Arena and you would yeah. never see him. It's like he right here, talk to him and, and you know really get to know these artists and, and and what they're doing, and just to see that man. So you know you, you guys you got the show going. Uh, you definitely got the Southern Player album out right and the mixtape out right now that people can pick up. Mm-hmm. What's what's next for you, man? After after this uh, Cool Water project, what else? Um, at the Cool Water. Uh me and Messiah, we working with Stroud from Hustle Gang. Oh, that's right. That's um, right. You just say yeah. On an EP. Uh, we started working on that last week. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's going to get a good a good push from some real big people. I ain't going to say who. Yeah, no, it's all you know good, man. You give us that exclusive later on whenever you're ready to um, you know, announce that to the world. Exactly. You know, you stop by here and let us know. You know, we appreciate that. Exactly. But we co- still trying to get a title yeah. for it. You know what I'm saying? Because at first it was a solo EP and I was going to name it Bowtie Pimp. But then I was like, I was like, man, this need to be when I when I made the first song for it with mm-hmm. Stroud, I hit Stroud. I was like, yo, this need to be a Southern Players EP because yeah. I, I just the flave that I know that's about to come out of that studio. Yeah, it need to be the both of us. And I make my I make the best music with Messiah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how we kicking it. It'll be at the top of the year. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully it'll be out before um, South by Southwest. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So y'all we can really just get over there be, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely we go we didn't been to South by Southwest the past four years. Okay. Man, I still I haven't been out there, man. I gotta get make my way out there, man. I it's like A three C times ten. Yeah, that's what I heard. The the, the the thing that the consistent thing that I'm hearing is like, you know, A three C is spread out, but South by Southwest is like one strip, long strip of nothing but you know, everything that you need right there. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So I definitely want to get out there, man, and check it out. I think it'll be beneficial. See some of these faces. Like that's the one thing I love about, you know, the festival A3C, man. It's like you I, I post all this music year round and then you actually come into contact with these artists who you've been, you know, posting their music and writing on and you know they see you and we already have a relationship just through, you know, social media. Exactly. And then to actually see people and meet and get a chance to talk it up and, and all that, you know, I think it's it's well worth it. Uh so I'm I'm gonna definitely try to get out there this year. Um so yeah, we got the project coming. Um any visuals gonna come with the project or y'all just you know? Uh yeah, actually um we're about to shoot off of the Southern Players project. Yeah. We're gonna shoot videos for mostly everything on there. Oh, okay. You know what I'm well, saying? So, yeah. Starting in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Our next video we putting out. We already did a video for Runner. That's yeah, the yeah. outro um, produced by M16. Uh, so the next one we're gonna do is probably gonna be Close Off. Gotcha. With Charlize yeah. J, our partner Charlize J. We're gonna put that out. Uh, try to have that out in December. 
Okay. She just um she was on that a record with Miles, right? Milestone? Yeah, robbery. Yeah, robbery record. Yeah, yeah, yeah just dropped today. Yeah, yeah. It's um her it's and her Messiah, and right? Messiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just heard. I was like, the name sound familiar. I'm, I'm man, you know, one thing that I'm that I'm learning, man, is like Atlanta. It's some dope hip hop here in the city. It's a lot of hip hop in the city. At that, you know, what I'm saying, you just got to find it. You got to dig through and find it, man. It's it's people here. Um, I I don't know if you that familiar with the podcast, man, but it's something that we do. We like to call vinyl conversations. Um, so as you can see, it's, it's plenty of vinyl back here. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'll, I'll give you a brief rundown of what we're going to do. And then, you know, you can, you know, handle it yourself. So you see three crates here. What I want you to do is pick one from each crate randomly. You know what I mean? Uh, pick the vinyl. And then once you get back to the mic, just kind of go over the vinyl. Uh, give me a story from whatever comes to mind of what you send off each vinyl. Then after that, we're going to throw the vinyl on and, you know, you can drop a verse or something. Freestyle it written. It don't matter. Okay. Cool. Cool. So he's, uh, he's going to the crates right now to pick up some vinyl. Um, and you can see. pick one from the blue crate. All right, grab one from here, then grab one from here. Get another one. That one was on the last one. I just put that. Yeah. yeah. No, you, I'm saying you can. It got to be one from each. Yeah, just one from each. Yeah, I'm saying I just know for a fact that we just did that one. That's what I was saying. I want to do that. And then um, it's a gospel. <laughs> all right, and then grab one right here. Alright. you might have some. You might have some. Alright, you can come back to the mic. Alright, so he, I think he got, he got, he might have one gem in there. I can't, I don't know, man. Like those, it's so many vinyls in here that's, you know, it's really at random, man. So, um, tell us, you know, what you got. And um, as you tell, as you explain each vinyl, kind of give us a little history behind it, and, and you know whatever comes to mind when you see the vinyl. Um, I got the Mighty Gospel Shepherds. I know who Jesus is. This actually, my mama got a chair like this. I was born when I was born. My grandma gave her a chair like on this uh, on this cover. So when I think about that, I think about my baby pictures, the way they dressed. You know, what I'm saying it's just some real player type ish. You know, what I'm saying so. I think about like the Mac and. Pimp movies like mm-hmm. Dolomite and all type of stuff like that. Even though it's a gospel album, you know what I'm saying. I think about Sunday School in the South. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, you know about Sunday School? Well, you down Easter. Yeah. Easter. <laughs> they got Jerry curls. It looked like Jerry curl fro. That's what my uncles was rocking back in the day <laughs> when they was jits. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it, it it really they really look like some real Southern players. You feel me? But they they kicking that gospel flag though. So gotta respect that because at the end of the day, I am a Christian. There you, you know go. What I'm so yeah. 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 The next no, one. I, I'm a Christian too. I, no block. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can go to the next one. Yeah. Uh, new percussion group of Amsterdam: Bill Buford and Kiyoko B. Uh, the cover I don't know what this is But the cover look like It's like Something Picasso would have did It's like artsy or whatever It got like an artsy image on it It's some Um, some stuff on there I'll go ahead and tell you I've sampled that record Quite a few times There's some some gems on there So That's all I really know About this one It look like some Picasso type ish Um, I got a Soul Train I got the uh, It look like A Soul Train mixtape For real For real (laughs) You know what I'm saying It got James Brown The Isley Brothers Joe Simon, Gladys Knight and the Pips, Clarence Carter, I can turn, I can teach Tina Turner. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think the most flavor gonna come off of this right here. 
You know what I'm saying? Don Cornelius got like the stupid afro. You know what I'm saying? So this like super duper throwback. And yeah, everybody like they really been kicking pimping. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. No, over there. All right, cool, cool. So what I want to do now, you can um, it, it sounds like you already got your mind made up, but you can pick whichever one you want, and um, I'll throw one of them on. You going with the Soul Train? Is that the one? Yeah. All right. So what we're gonna do, man? I'm gonna throw the Soul Train record on, and like you said, you're like the Afro that Don Cornelius have right now is serious. It's serious. Like I'm gonna have, this might end up being the cover to the um the artwork to the podcast. I might have to throw this in here some kind of way. This is a classic cover. So I'm going to throw this record on, man. I'm going to pick one of these songs on here at random. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can give us some bars, man. Like, you're a rapper, man. I just want to hear you rap. It can be a freestyle. It can be written. It's, it's whatever. It's all good. I just want to hear something from you. No pressure. No, nah, man. No nah, no pressure, man. When you're a rapper, man. You just go. When you're a rapper, you got to be ready to go. Yeah. Man, say that again, man. I think that that's... You said you said it all just then. I don't even know where to come back from that. It's like when you're a rapper, you gotta be ready to go. Alright, so I'm gonna throw something on, man. Um you know, and, and once you hear it, you just you know, just rap, man. Okay. Typical southern player My swag so cold My women just the layers Cool dude three below My flow Himalaya Next to the app Hold on You know about riding Cadillacs and Chevrolets and gripping grain. R.I.P. the Pimp C. We still riding dirty, man. Gold teeth, gold chains. Our weed smoke like propane. That's gas. Don't mess my rotation up when you pass. So we gon' have to get on your ass like some true religion pants, boy. I'm country like a straw hat, cowboy boots, and chicken coop. Moonshine, cotton fells, ancestors with coops and kimpy boots. I think the solar soldier slim into me when I'm in the booth. R.I.P. to Jason Camouflage Johnson. He was the truth. Savannah's on the music, well let me be the antidote, I'm different, got my own style, I ain't copying the Migos flow, 100 degree weather and rappers wearing leather clothes, trend followers, disrespecting our forefathers, I be damned if I let my OG's foundation get slaughtered, cause you rapping about some bullshit, trying to get a quick dollar, holler, let it, let it ride. oh yeah, sure enough grooving now y'all, look at me, oh yeah, check. Clay James. Clay James, stay pimping your typical Southern player. My swag so cold, my women dress in layers. Cool dude, three below, my flow Himalaya. Next rapper out the A to blow, fuck a naysayer. Ferragamo shoes, my suits European tailored. I'm flyer than the Hawks, and I'm balling like the Pacers. Star player, game seven, motherfucking playoffs. I'm a clutch shooter, so defenders can't lay off. Crossover, dribble, pull up, swish, they lost. I'm a musician with too many bitches like Ray Charles. Rap 
niggas check my Twitter mentions for they broads. Imposter MCs spitting fallacies, they frauds. When I'm on the mic, it's lyrical genocide. 187, every line homicide. When I'm in the booth, it's like the stars just collide. Matter of fact, fuck a star, I'm a rap supernova. TI3 stacks, Nas mixed with Hover. Mix them all together, Clay James, game over. <laughs> dope, 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 man. That's how you end that thing right there. Come with them bars, man. Come with them bars. Well, hey, bro, I appreciate you coming through, man. Um, it's been great talking with you. I think I learned a lot about you. You know what I'm saying? Um, For sure. I know the people already learned a lot about you, and they're going to learn some more when this EP drop. Uh, before you get out of here, though, man, what else? Is there anything else you want to plug? Anything that we forgot? Um, uh, catch me at Pag Lounge soon. Yes, uh, let's see. The EP dropping on the 4th. Front page of that piff. It'll be easy for you to find. Because um, that piff my partner down, so they get behind my projects now. Um, I got, I'm going to be performing at Hustle and Flow on the 19th. Uh, that's the Grand Hustle, uh, networking event. You know what I'm saying? I usually do that every, every once in a while. Because like I said, Grand Hustle, that's family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but other than that, I'm just going to be out in the streets working for real, for real. Like, just expect to see me, Messiah the Rapper, Southern Players, the brand is everywhere. We just going to flood the city with good music, good feeling, man, and make sure people don't forget where the South really came from. Gotcha, gotcha, man. How can they find you on Twitter, man, social media? Who is Clay James? And that's Twitter and Instagram. Um, Facebook, I'm Clay James. Uh, SoundCloud, backslash who is Clay James. And I got a website, whoisclayjames.com. Dope, dope, man. Go, go to who is, is Clay James, who is ClayJames.com, man. Go there and everything else will be there. Yep, That's everything. the easiest thing to do it, man. Well, hey, bro, um, I appreciate you coming through, man. Jay Good is straight out the com. Hey, make sure, man, if y'all listen to this on SoundCloud, that's great, man. I appreciate it. I, I love it. I, I really do love it. But what we need y'all to do is go and click on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes, man. It's the button right down on the, on the uh, SoundCloud link. It's right there, right up under. Go ahead and click that. Subscribe on iTunes, man. It takes like literally two seconds. Rate, comment. And you know, tell a friend to tell a friend about the podcast, man. We're trying to do something great here. And the only way we're going to be able to do that is with your help. And I'm not that dude who's afraid to ask for help. Like, we need your help. I love doing this, but, you know, I want to continue to do it. And the only way to continue to do it is I need y'all help. So make sure y'all go and do that, man. It, it takes literally seconds. You Right now, yeah, you could have did it just then. It is just that quick to do, man. So make sure you do that. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Facebook. All of it's the same. Um, Straight out the den. That's S-T-R, the number eight, O-U-T-D-A-D-E-N. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, man. Um, and I think that's it, man. Is there anything else? That's that's all for you? You good? Yeah, that's it. That's it? All right, well, cool, man. Hey, I like to leave these things on the um, high note, man, with a little words of wisdom. So if y'all could just, you know, um, if you got a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream, and work until that dream becomes reality. And with that said, being said, man, I'm Jay Good at Straight Out the Den, man. We out.